conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. coming through the door I think we've met somewhere before hello love hello love where in the world have you been so long I missed you so since you've been gone hello love hello love make yourself feel right at home I hope you plan on staying long come in love Yes, indeed. Come on in and make yourself feel right at home here. 8, 10, 10 minutes after the hour. Watchdog Morning Show. It's a Monday edition. Short week for us, so we'll try and get as much into this uh, pre-Thanksgiving week as we possibly can. And then uh, we'll get out of here and eat a lot of turkey. That's at least uh, the game plan for me. 32 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 29 at the Highlands. 25 degrees in Elm Grove and 30 degrees here at the Robinson Otter Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Partly sunny, high today, and maybe around 50. Then rain comes in for the next couple of days, and then it'll be a beautiful sunny Thanksgiving day. That sounds good with a daytime high around 49. Bob, are you just on Thanksgiving day, are you like me, just food and hang out? I mean, there's nothing special, right? Well, it used to be special. It used to be the big hunting day. That was my oh, that's right. really were, the yeah, favorite yeah, yeah, day yeah, yeah, to yeah. hunt, but I don't do that anymore. So uh, football and, man, I, I, I took a look at the schedule. Maybe one good game out of the three. Well, that's so. I was ask you. Well, who's playing? Yeah, I got to binge watch something, Howard. Find something good on TV to watch? I watched something, and I can't even tell you the name. I only watched an episode and a half. It was on HBO. It, the setting is 1890 to 1900 uh, Manhattan, and it's all the aristocrats, the, the old money, the new money. Do you know the show I'm talking no, about? No, it sounds good, though. It, it, it's slow. You'd have to be kind of like you and I, Howard. Uh, you know, not a lot of killing, not a lot of hot women in it, but, uh, you know, it was pretty good. I, I, and I think I will try to continue that. All right, when you think of the name, let me know. Oh, well, I'll, I'll write it down tonight. I'll try and track that. So you give me two suggestions, the Kennedy uh, uh, story to watch. I want to watch Gotta that. Got to watch that, yeah. And then uh, give me that to watch, too. That's good. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, Frio Stack Auction Service text line is open, 304-214-1600. Yeah, it's an image here that I guess is true off the text line, Bob. Soon the Carters will take their hammer, saw, and framing square to heaven. Ha, huh, okay, that was very nice. Yeah, yeah, that was very nice. Former First Lady Rosalind Carter died this weekend at the age of 96. She went into hospice on Friday or Saturday, I'll lose track of time, died on Sunday. I guess a long life will do that. You know, he was known for a long, long time as a peanut farmer and uh, not as much now. Known for a, more of a building houses. Building houses and for being a, a tremendously strong Christian uh, along, along the way. Uh, it, it is ironic, I think. You know, Jimmy Carter went into hospice care. One thing it does, this whole thing points out, though, both Jimmy and Rosalind, is that going into hospice care does not necessarily mean you're about to die. It simply means that you have now realized in your life you've reached the end stage and you will live out your life. And whatever is ailing you is, is, is going to be terminal. The, the best way you can. Jimmy Carter went into the, into the hospice care. Again, I lose track of time. I want to say six, eight months ago, something like that. I, I might be wrong. Um, and 
we said on the show, and I think a lot of people said, oh, well, that's it, you know. I think it, but it was on a holiday weekend or something because I remember we said, geez, we meant to prepare to talk about. We did prepare, thinking, yeah, when we come in on Monday, yeah, uh, it'll be Carter. It'll be Carter, will be gone. But he's still there, and then Rosalind uh, goes into hospice care this weekend and passes away at the age of 96. Jimmy Carter offered a statement yesterday. Rosalind was my equal partner in everything I ever accomplished. She gave me wise guidance and encouragement when I needed it. As long as Rosalind was in the world, I always knew somebody loved and supported me. The Carters marked their 77th wedding anniversary earlier this year. That's amazing. It I is. mean, that really is amazing. You know, Nancy and I are hitting 46, and I'm thinking, wow, How that's... How hard that is, yeah. That's amazing, you know. Um, and, boy, I don't want to go down this road, Bob, but you have to wonder, look at what Carter, Jimmy Carter himself even said. As long as Ross was in the world, I knew somebody loved and supported me. You have to wonder, he's already ill. He's already in hospice care with her passing. You know, we, we see this far too often. It might have been a, a spouse passes away and then. Might have been the answer to your question. Why has he held on this long? Maybe it was his love for her. He didn't want to go, but now maybe it'll be easy for him just to let loose. You know, Carter was not a good president. I'm a Democrat. I think I voted for him. <laughs> Uh, but he wasn't a good president. I mean, but I think circumstances in many ways worked against him. But he was perhaps the single best ex-president we ever had. I mean, he, he just he, he went out and, and, and offered occasional comment on politics and simply went about helping people with his uh, building of houses. And Rosalind Carter was the, uh, with him there all along the way. Um, she was truly an active participant in, in, in his... Um, in his presidency, so don't know too much about what the plans are for her, uh, when the funeral and that kind of stuff will be, but I just wonder. I am surprised Jimmy Carter was able to make uh, such an intelligent, eloquent statement already. I guess her mind had gone. I guess his hadn't, hasn't. I just kind of was listening to you, Howard, and I, I went back to the 70s there, the middle 70s, and I, I think what really jumped out at me, what is so different today than yesterday, we knew all about his family, not just his kids. He had yeah. a ton of kids in the White House, but his brother, brother Billy, Billy. <laughs> his sister was an evangelist. His mother, I think her name was Ruth, or do I have a mixed mixed up? Lillian, I think, was one, and Ruth was the other, and then, of course, uh, brother Billy. We don't do that now. Maybe it was because Trump's uh, siblings all hated his guts, and uh, maybe that's why they didn't talk about it as much, but... Uh, Maybe Bidens are all dead. I would take all his older older siblings are dead. It's, it's Howard, a good, it's a good point. You know, we knew all of the the, the Carter family. Brother Billy, he was. I mean, let's be honest. I, I think he, Jimmy, he was kind of like the buffoon, right? Well, they made a lot of fun of Billy. Yeah, yeah. And he, he was a good old boy. He, uh, Billy Beer was the big deal. Um, and then, but why did we want to know about the families then and not was so it much Aunt now? Lillian, I think Lillian was. A, I think Lillian was the mother. Howard. Was she the psychic? There was somebody in his and the reason I bring that up is I interviewed a Carter family member who was a psychic at one time. And I'm not sure that it was Lillian, but it was somebody that I had on the show it's years like his whole, way back when. It's like his whole family all became famous. Uh, you know, his brother, I don't know if for, for, that was good or not, but he became so, so famous. His, his wife, didn't she heal uh, Larry Flint? That's right. Remember, she made news wanting to to bring him to the Lord, and then I think you're right. His mother was was a psychic, something like that. Eight sixteen here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Still to go in this show today. 
we are going to have a couple of turkey shoots, a chance for you to challenge yourself against our marksmen, see how well they kill the turkeys and how well you guess how well they kill the turkeys. And if you're uh, beating them, you will win a prize uh, for your Thanksgiving dinner. And then uh, later on, Joe Manchin's going to join us, which should be interesting. Um, I'm going to try and figure out what in the world is he searching for. He's searching. He's a man on a mission. He's like Diogenes, looking for an honest man, except uh, Joe Manchin's looking for a... I don't know what. That's why I want to talk to Senator Manchin. Joe's coming by a little bit later on. And coming up next, we're going to talk with a uh, politician who is uh, with a pro-Mac Warner PAC because the information they're presenting looks different than what I have been seeing and thinking, and maybe I'm wrong. So we'll talk to Mac, Mac Parker. He's coming up next on the Watchdog Morning Show. The Highlands is the Ohio Valley's top spot for shopping, dining, and entertainment, too. Play a round of simulated golf at the Four Seasons course. Grab a movie with family or friends at the Marquee Cinemas, featuring 14 screens of the hottest new movies in all digital and 3D. Plus, special promotions like Flashback Cinema. Or visit the Highlands Sports Complex with turf, courts, climbing wall, and an arcade. Shopping, dining, and entertainment. Just off I-70 at the top of the hill, the Highlands. Ready to take your driving experience to the next level? Look no further than Toyota, the pioneers of automotive technology. With Toyota cars, trucks, and SUVs, you'll discover a world of cutting-edge innovation at your fingertips, like advanced driver assist features, seamless connectivity, and unparalleled safety systems. Go to buyatoyota.com for special offers, then visit your local Toyota dealership. Offers end August 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Last year, they took on the NFL and beat the spread. This season, they plan on doing it again. If you want to cash in, tune in every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 for Good Old Boys on Sports with Bear and Bob here on the Watchdog Radio Network and the All Sports Saturday Morning. Good Old Boys is all we'll ever be. Santa Duck is in town at your nearest Lucky Duck discounters. Smart Christmas shoppers start early at Lucky Duck, where the price goes down as the week rolls on with thousands of bin items. Plus shelf items like refrigerators, patio furniture, baby supplies, and more priced at 40% below retail. No other bin store in our area offers these great buys. Start your Christmas shopping now because it's all first come, first served, and items on the shelf change every week. Visit Lucky Duck discounters, Wheeling, Glendale, New Martinsville, Steubenville, and Morgantown. Lucky Duck, more than just a bin store, it's your Christmas shopping headquarters. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. That I'd be missing you so come Monday. It'll be alright. Come Monday. Mr. Slider always prepares the uh, bumper music for us, and every Monday we do do songs about Monday. I thought, though, Bob, that it's probably appropriate, considering how many times last week I got the day wrong, maybe we should spend more time. If you would do more bumpers of the current day than it is, it would help me. Might help you out, Howard. Help me remember, because last week I was all messed up. 8-20-20 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. We have followed and talked a lot about the governor's race in West Virginia. 
It is primarily at the moment a race between Republicans and the GOP primary. And um, I have said over and over again, and I said at the front of things, when Mac Warner first announced that he was running for governor, I expected Mac Warner to be a top contender, probably the leading contender. I don't know why. Maybe because he's been on this show a lot. I like Mac. Uh, not that I'm endorsing him for the office, but I like him. I, I thought he had a lot of things that would make uh, him a good governor. I thought it would work. But at least my sense has been, as the campaign has gone on, that Mac has not done as well as he could. Patrick Morrissey has been uh, showing up in uh, the polling. Uh, More Capito, the same thing. And not so much Mac Warner. But, 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 but. Matthew Parker is executive director of West Virginia Freedom Builders, a super PAC supporting Mac Warner. And I saw some info from them this past weekend that struck my fancy and then caught my interest because, uh, Matt, you think that Mac has a good, strong chance for coming out on top. Is that right? Yes, sir. Thanks, Howard, for having me on. Uh, definitely. I agree with you. Mac is a candidate that, that should be in the mix for this. Uh, Republican primary for governor. And the main finding from a survey that we took November 10th through the 12th is that anyone can win this primary election of the four major candidates. I, I really believe that. It's, it's pretty wide open. Um, and the next five months should be quite interesting. Your poll, there's a couple of polls out, but all of the ones that I, I shouldn't say all of them, but most of the ones I've seen have been polls put out by individual candidate. Uh, I think the I think Morrissey had a poll with a, one of the groups that supported him that had him significantly ahead of everybody, more Capito next and, and uh, Mac way down uh, in percentage. But you, you did a poll, I think it was your group that did this poll, that shows a little, a little different take on it. You don't have Mac at number one, but you have him pretty close. Yeah, and I, I, like I said, I don't think anybody, any candidate can be counted out. Every candidate has strengths and weaknesses. And a poll is just a, a merely a snapshot in time. And the ballot test, while I was encouraged that Mac was in sec- a strong second place, uh, what's really most important, I think the main message that we got to take from this survey is that Mac Warner has the most room to gain votes because mm-hmm. Mac's image is the best of all the candidates. His image is much better than his opponents. 45% of likely voters view Mac favorably, and only 16% view him unfavorably. When you look at the other candidates, they're almost at a one-to-one ratio. They're more defined. They've spent more money, uh, and the voters just don't like them as much as they like Mac. And so that puts Mac in a great position where money that's spent on advertising and introducing him to the voters will be money well spent. For instance, in the Wheeling-Steubenville media market, uh, 37% of the voters either have never heard of Mac or they have no opinion of Mac. But the voters that do know him, 50% favorability in the Ohio Valley. So this is a candidate, Mac Warner, that has an incredible potential in this race uh, if he can begin to raise more money and, and buy more advertising. As you know, it's very important in these elections. As the, of, of the what I would call the three main contenders now, uh, Mac, Morrissey, and more Capito, uh, I don't think I, mean, I don't think you can count Chris Miller out either. I mean, yeah, he's, you know, he's sitting uh, on three million dollars in the bank. Mac, I'm, I'm, uh, Matt, I, Bob, this is going to be tough. I'm talking to Matt about Mike. Matt, this is <laughs> this is this is going to be a hard one. Yeah, Matt, I'm glad you brought that up. I've said here on the air when Chris Miller first announced, um, uh, I I treated him as one of those. Okay, you know, there's always a couple of tertiary candidates who throw their hat in the ring and don't have a lot of you know, chance of, but, but I've come to realize that he actually is a contender. Chris Miller is. 
Yeah, I mean, Chris Miller's biggest problem is uh, that he is completely unknown outside of Huntington and southern West Virginia. Uh, like in the wheeling Steubenville market, um, there's 73% have either never heard of Chris Miller or have no opinion. But, I mean, I believe advertising could change that, potentially. So it, it, he's sitting on a lot of money. It'll be interesting to see. This is money that he has loaned his campaign, uh, whether or not he puts it in. But, but again, I, I think Mac Warner is in a great position because this is a man who's done a great job for eight years as Secretary of State. He's got a, a lifetime of service. He's a true American patriot, spending 23 years in the U.S. Army. Uh, him, it, him and his wife, Debbie, have raised four incredible children, all of whom served our country in the military or are actively serving. Uh, so I think he's the battle-tested leader that, that can really uh, start to get some traction in this race and overtake Patrick Morrissey at the, at the top of the polls. I, I need to offer full disclosure that I, I don't agree with Mac on a lot of his policies, but then again, I don't agree with almost anybody because I'm a Democrat with anybody in this GOP race. Having said that, the thing that I always find interesting about Mac is that um, he's likable. Whether you agree with his point, that's why when he's on the show, uh, Bob Slider, you would agree. When he's on here, he's a likable guy. We we have good conversation, even though I don't agree with the things he says. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better, Howard. And Mac is a very respectful person, even if you're on the other side of the aisle. he just He's just one of those guys. He just, he just speaks very well, even of his opponents, I've noticed. Yeah, and that probably goes a long way. And maybe... Patrick Morrissey will get upset with me. Uh, Maybe in contrasting him with Morrissey, whom I do not find to be a likable guy. Uh, Now, that could just be me. But I think Mac is. If you meet Mac, if you see Mac, if you talk to Mac, set aside politics, set aside policy. You just, as a human being, he's a likable guy. And, And Matt, that goes a long way in politics, does it not? It sure does. Um, and I could go through a lot of races. I mean, most notably, 2022, the two candidates at the top that were became unlikable because it was just two candidates beating the ever-living hell out of each other in McKinley and, and Mooney. And I think you end up with candidates who just they, people just don't like either of them, and, and they're voting for – they're holding their nose and voting. I think with Mac, with this image that he has where he's got a three-to-one positive uh, to negative ratio, uh, people are going to like this guy. And I think they can – they can kind of uh, gravitate towards Mac as a lot of the errors are going. I mean, more Capito and Morrissey have already started to really go after each other. Uh, Morrissey, the, just put in perspective, I mean, Patrick Morrissey among in, independent voters who can vote in a Republican primary, 39% of independent voters have a very unfavorable view of Patrick Morrissey. He's underwater with independent voters. Now, yeah, he's got $10 million coming from the Club for Growth, the anti-Trump organization that's going to be supporting him in this race. And more capital is going to have a lot of money from his mother's donor network. And I think it's maybe Mac's biggest weakness. He's very likable, but he's never been a prolific fundraiser. And, um, you know, I, th- I think that, that if that can change, and again, I'm running the super PAC, so I'm not running his campaign. But if, if, uh, if he can become a prolific fundraiser, I believe he could be in a, a great position to win this race. That Club for Growth money is going to be big money for Morrissey, though. I mean, that's, that's going to be a huge asset for him. Absolutely. No, there's no question about that. And in and, and Capito, he has an asset, too, with his mother raising money for him. But both of those things actually come with a cost as well. Um, Donald Trump, whether you love him or you hate him, uh, the, the reality is he's beloved in the state of West Virginia. And I think it's going to hurt Patrick Morrissey being endorsed by an organization that's, that's kind of in a political war with Donald Trump. And then the same with Shelley Morecapito is that she can help her son raise a ton of money for this race. 
But Shelley's votes have become out of step with West Virginia Republican primary voters. Um, she's really not had to answer in a primary setting for some of the votes. She's the fourth most liberal member of the United States Senate amongst Republicans now. Um, that's that's not going to bode well in a state that's moving further and further red every election cycle. So let, let, me, let me talk about this poll that you have done. This is a poll done on, I don't know if you did it, but I mean, it's a poll done by uh, essentially for Mac. I always want to point that out. The other poll that I have in front of me was done for Morrissey. So who does these makes some difference. But in this current poll that you're talking about, Morrissey is ahead at 24 percent. Correct me if I'm right. Or correct me if I'm right. wrong. And then and then comes Mac at 21 percent. Yes. And what's the and then uh, more Capito down at 18 percent. And Chris Miller is at at 11 uh, percent in this current poll that you have been presenting. Um, but let's talk about what's the what, what are the unknown factors there? How many people are undecided? How many people are not sure? Um, I looked at the Morrissey poll. Um, 38% in the Morrissey poll were either undecided uh, or other. That's a hefty number. What, how many, what, what percentage of folks in this poll are sort of big question marks still? I have, uh, give me one second here. Uh, I've got 26% of uh, our respondents are either for another candidate or they're undecided. So 20, 21% undecided, 5% voting for a, one of the lesser candidates. So 25, 26% that could go somewhere else. So the, the bottom line is it's it's still a, a close race, and I, you've said this, but I'll repeat it. It really could be anybody's race. A- absolutely. And I, I think when you're sitting there, if you're Patrick Morrissey, everybody knows who you are. Um, 49% of the voters have a favorable opinion of Patrick Morrissey and 40% unfavorable. And, and when 40% of the voters already have an unfavorable view of you, I think it's going to be difficult for him to go above 25%. I think he's kind of hit a ceiling where Mac at 21% with still so many voters not knowing who he is, or they've heard of him, but not a lot of voters really interact with the Secretary of State's office on a regular basis, or they're not in the news with a lot of um, you know, sexy stories each week. Uh, as Matt's able to tell his story and he's introduced to more voters, I believe he's going to move into a much stronger position and have a great chance to win this race. Is Mac hamstrung to some extent by the fact that he is Secretary of State? Now, Morrissey also has an official office, but Secretary of State is directly involved with elections, which puts him in somewhat of an awkward position, um, not suggesting anything nefarious or wrong. I'm just saying He's got to be doubly careful of how he handles himself because he is the chief elections officer of the state. Yeah, I don't think that hamstrings him necessarily. Now, I mean, I know for one thing, he doesn't endorse candidates. I know he's had a policy is, since I'm since he's the secretary of state and he is the chief elections officer that he didn't feel his right to go out and endorse other candidates. I think it's probably a, a good policy. And so he's not going to be as outspoken out there uh, on a day to day basis, uh, maybe on the presidential race, which seems to be what some of the other candidates are trying to get in line to see who can be uh, the most, you know, the most Trumpy in the race. Um, the bottom line is uh, Mac Warner, he's been a very pro-Trump uh, office holder. He held very good elections, safe and secure elections. He stopped the, the uh, mail-in ballots from happening in West Virginia on a widespread effort. So I think Mac's in a good position, his record to speak for himself. But if he's hamstrung in any way, it's probably it's probably that he hasn't been out there, um, you know, as as endorsing Donald Trump 
because he can't he can't do that from his official per, uh, perspective as Secretary of State. And he's also got the the, the 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 fact that his brother may be running again. Is, is his brother? Is his brother is running again, right? Yeah, uh, Chris Warner could potentially be running for Secretary of State to, right. to replace Mac in that office. That is triply awkward. But again, Mac has already said he'll be very careful about how he handles that. Uh, Mac, uh, Matt Parker is with us, Executive Director of the Western Freedom Builders, a super PAC supporting Mac Warner. If you are the kind of person who listens to the show and is kind of in tune with the political world, Matt Parker's name may be familiar. Matt worked with Bob Nay in his campaigns before. And... Um, before before the, before the fall, let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I love and appreciate Bob Nay. He was one of the best people I ever worked for. I, nobody loved his constituents and worked harder for his constituents than Bob. And um, I started working for him when I was 20 years old. I was a, a President Bush intern when he first got elected to the White House. And um, I, I grew up in Weirton, and Bob Nay found out about me and gave me an opportunity to work for him, worked for him for, geez, almost five years. So... Um, so love and appreciate Bob and talk to him on a regular basis. Well, it's, and you still, you still have some connections to this area too, right? I, I own a home up, uh, in Clinton Hills, uh, okay. just north of Ogilvy there. Just try to spend as much time in West Virginia as I can. I have a, I live in Tulsa, Oklahoma though, and I have a son that plays high school football. And sometimes it seems like a full-time job, so we don't get away as much, uh, as, as I'd like, but I, I love being back in the Ohio Valley. It's, it's always going to be home to me, even if I'm not living there full-time. Speaking of football, Matt, how about those uh, Red Riders? One game away from the Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. I, I didn't uh, – I was watching the West Virginia game on, on Saturday, and my dad was at the game and listening to it on the radio and texting me updates. So um, pretty, pretty incredible. Matt, I appreciate your time this morning. Thanks a lot. And a different perspective, and I wanted to get you in here because there's an image I have of Mac Warner trailing badly and at least in the numbers you're, you are showing and in the, your perspective on how these could change, um, that perspective I had may be a little bit askew. So we'll wait and see how this plays out. Well, I, and I appreciate the opportunity to be on. I think the main thing to look at is there's going to be a lot of polls and a lot of public polls coming out over the next few months. I always look at the image of the candidates and see how are voters viewing them because really how they respond on a ballot test is not nearly as important as how they're viewed because – uh, a lot will change, and a lot more advertising will happen. A lot more attention will be on the race over the next few months. Well, listen, I know you're not you're not the one who spends the money, but I would mention that uh, we do uh, take advertising dollars from politicians. I'm just <laughs> <Yeah>, sounds good. <laughs> just mentioning that, Matt. Thanks for joining us this morning. I appreciate it. Uh, keep in touch. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for having me. You too, uh, Matt Parker, uh, who worked for Bob Nay's campaign. A long time ago, and uh, and is now part of the super PAC behind Mac Warner. You all have heard me say, and I want to say this again, so there's no mis- misunderstanding me. I do not agree with Mac on many, many, many of his policies. He is, to some extent, an election denier. I think that's goofy, uh, and other policies as well that I don't agree with him on. But having said that, I think Mac is a nice guy. And I think that Mac brings, given that we have, given that we are in blood red West Virginia, and we're not going to get a liberal Democrat. Mac brings to the table some of the things that are important to an executive position. He has currently an executive position. He has run the office of Secretary of State. Uh, he does have some statewide recognition. 
maybe not as much as Morrissey because Morrissey puts himself out there as often as he can. But um, uh, he, he has executive ability. He has some state-wide recognition, and he is a likable guy. And what's that statistic that Matt gave us? He has far and away in this current poll, which was done by and on behalf of Mac Warner, so keep that in mind, he has a fa- the strongest favorable to unfavorable ratio. In other words, again, it comes back to what I said before. People like him, and I can't, I can't not like him. When he comes on the show, I can't not like. You know, there are I can't. There, there are some. Look, Bob, you can can, can, can uh, confirm this. There are some candidates I have on, and I try to be polite. I don't like them. <laughs> well, there's no doubt about that, Howard. And maybe I'm telling a couple secrets here, but there's been a couple times that, that Mac has been with us, and he joins us quite often. That I thought you were kind of waiting in the bushes a little bit, going to going to challenge him on something. But you know, he talks to you, and he's such a good guy. I think you kind of ease up a little bit on him. Well, all right. Now, now, see, now you've now you've screwed it for him because now I'm going to have to. Oh, go, I'm going to come out with guns and blazing. Now I'm going to come out with guns blazing. Sorry, next Mac. Time, next time, Mac is on the show. Anyway, this is not meant to be an endorsement. This is not meant to be a Mac over Morrissey. When I saw the new poll out that these folks put out, and again, we did this when the Morrissey people put their own poll out. Uh, when Morrissey, let me pull this up here again, just before I take a break. Uh, the Americans for Prosperity. He essentially did a poll kind of commissioned by, by Morrissey or for Morrissey. Um, they had Morrissey at 29%, more Capito at 18%, and Mac Warner at 8%. Big difference from the poll that uh, these guys are showing. <laughs> it just hit me, Howard. You know, you listen to Mac Warner, you say, man, I like that guy. You listen to Alex Mooney, you say, man, I hate that guy's guts. <laughs> this, is, this is true. This is, uh, uh, this is true. And I listen to Patrick Morrissey and I say, I want to like this guy. I just can't. So governor's race going to be interesting, going to be very interesting. And it is the only race in which we are likely to see a Democrat running. Remember, we're talking about the... Republican Party primary here, but there is uh, a candidate, Steve Williams, the mayor of Huntington, who has said he's going to run as a as a Democrat uh, in the general election. So there will actually be a general election. Rocky uh, quizzed us on uh, last Wednesday about the uh, Democratic uh, candidate going to run to fill Joe Manson's spot, and I knew it was a funny name, Zach but Shrewsbury. I failed. Uh, Brent failed. Uh, the big dog failed, but Fuzzy he nailed it. Fuzzy knew the name. <laughs> Fuzzy knew. Fuzzy knew. <laughs> Um, we are going to, I, I had intended to have him on this week, Zach Shrewsbury. I felt he deserves to come on to talk about it. Um, but I didn't get around to getting him in this week because it's Thanksgiving week. We will have him on sometime in the near future to talk about, he is now the Democratic candidate for, um, for the race. We will talk to Joe Manchin, the guy that we all thought might be the Democratic candidate for the Senate seat. Uh, coming up next hour, he has said, no, he is not running for re-election. He's uh, going out in search of, well, I don't know what. And that's what I want to find out with Joe Manchin when he joins us. What is it exactly he's looking for? He's talking about finding the middle. What's the middle, Bob? What is it? I mean, if is it the common sense middle? Is it people who are willing to bipartisan, sometimes vote Democrat, sometimes vote Republican? Is it people who are just fed up with politics in general? I truly and truly, truly don't exactly know what it is he's aiming for, what he's looking for. And maybe he will tell us he doesn't know either. Maybe he's beginning his quest to find out what the middle is all about. So we'll talk about that. Joe Manchin with us coming up 
in the next hour. Your chance to win either a turkey or some fixins, if you can shoot the turkey better than our marksman can, coming up on the Watchdog Morning Show. But first, it's Ohio Valley Headlines, and here's Taylor Long. Good Monday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News Headlines on this November the 20th. The scene is cleared this morning at Jupiter Aluminum following a fire on the roof Sunday night. Beach Bottom Fire Chief Greg Shepard says crews were notified after flames were seen coming through a pipe. He says the situation was under control as of 8.30 p.m. No injuries were reported and all plant staff were evacuated. And one local VFW held a fundraiser yesterday to honor and remember the men and women who paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country. VFW Post 4442 of Elm Grove hosted a Poppy Day at Cabela's. The Buddy Poppy is a symbol that people carry to honor and remember the many veterans in our country who gave their lives to keep our country free. Members of the VFW handed out Buddy Poppies to those coming into the store and were also accepting donations. All money raised at the event goes towards assisting veterans who are in need. And winter in the Ohio Valley is a tough scene for food trucks. Swamp Treats, a local food truck business in Belmont County, normally closes for the season because of the cold weather because it's too challenging. But this year they're able to stay open because they're renting commercial kitchen space in Bel Air and from around the world gourmet. Swamp Treat specializes in Cajun food like gumbo, jambalaya, shrimp and corn soup and smothered cabbage. The availability of this kitchen means a lot to the business and customers. On Saturday, the Wilson family officially opened the Ashley Home Store at the Highlands just one year after their building in Bridgeport tragically burned down. The store features over 1,000 pieces of Ashley Home Store products, ranging from office furniture to couches and sectionals to kitchenette dinettes. Owner Jason Wilson says that he's grateful for the opportunity to continue his family business in the Ohio Valley. That was a look at your headlines. Have a marvelous Monday, everyone. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. With the weather changing, now's a great time to head on into your local Toyota dealer, where legendary performance and reliability go hand in hand. Check out a sporty Camry with available all-wheel drive and Toyota Safety Sense, or the spacious RAV4, turning heads with amazing fuel efficiency. And now, explore Toyota like never before, with hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and full electric options. Visit buyatoyota.com today. Offers end October 31st. Toyota, let's go places. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. <laughs> 
Santa Duck is in town at your nearest Lucky Duck discounters. Smart Christmas shoppers start early at Lucky Duck, where the price goes down as the week rolls on with thousands of bin items. Plus, shelf items like refrigerators, patio furniture, baby supplies, and more priced at 40% below retail. No other bin store in our area offers these great buys. Start your Christmas shopping now because it's all first come, first served, and items on the shelf change every week. Visit Lucky Duck discounters, Wheeling, Glendale, New Martinsville, Steubenville, and Morgantown. Lucky Duck, more than just a bin store, it's your Christmas shopping headquarters. It's jacket and hoodie weather outside, but we're like the warm indoors. Grab your coffee and sit a spell with us. Covering the valley with over 10,000 watts of power, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital. Tell me why I don't like Mondays. Tell me why I don't like Eight forty-five, quarter till the hour. Watchdog morning show. We're roaming right around freezing. Thirty-three at the airport. Thirty-two at the Highlands. Twenty-nine in Elm Grove, and thirty-two here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. That's about what it is inside here, I think. Too. It's a little cold in here, don't you think? We could hang meat in here, Howard. I can't tell. I don't think the air condition. Well, maybe it is. We had the air conditioning on one day last week. I don't understand that, but I'm not sure it's on. But it's it's cold in here. I can tell you that. Not that I'm complaining. Not that I'm complaining. I'm just... Well, if it gets much colder, I'm going to complain out. <laughs> Partly sunny, high around 50 today. Uh, rain comes in tomorrow for the next couple of days. Thanksgiving Day, nice day, sunny and again up to around 50. Cloudy in the post-Thanksgiving weekend. Be aware of that. Uh, Frio Stack Auction Service text line, 304-214-1600. Bob, you were talking about the show you were watching. Someone says it may have been the HBO show Gilded Age. I think that is it. Gilded Age. Okay, I'm going to look that up because that sounds like something I would like to uh, watch. Jimmy Carter's comment here. Uh, Jimmy helped build over 4,000 houses for low-income people. Okay. Ever come to Wheeling, Howard? Did he? Ever, you know, I never heard him come around here. But no, was he? I was thinking about this though. Was he ever in Wheeling when he was president? Well, I remember this. I think he was in Steubenville when there was a strike, and it he must have been the, the steel workers. He was in Steubenville. And this woman came up, and she just respectfully laid into him about how tough it was and how tough it was going to be. And I remember he listened very carefully, and he looked over at a guy by the name of Doug, and I think it was Doug Applegate. Doug Applegate, yes. And he said, Doug, can we get this woman's uh, information? We need to help her. And I thought, man, that, that was really, really cool. And all these years later, Howard, I, I remember it. I'd they forgot. were on strike, and she was just having a really hard time making ends meet. I had forgotten about that, but he was in Steubenville for a steel rally of some kind. And I shouldn't have forgotten it because just last week, public television did a very long segment on Steubenville. And Judy Woodruff was the anchor who did the story, the current story. And in that story, she mentioned she had been in Steubenville before when Jimmy Carter was there. And you know who the entire public television interview was based on? Who, who the key guy they talked to was? Fred Abdallah. John or, Saunders. Oh, big dog. Big dog. Yeah, check that out. Big yeah. dog uh, was, was probably 90% of, the, of, of, of her story was based on what the big dog had to say. No, was John able to keep it uh, cool and collected, or did she fire him up? Um. 
he, she didn't fire him up, but he was, um, you know, he, he had a lot to say about how things are so different now than what they were back then. And I'll uh, remember to see John on Wednesday, if they come in and do the, the show from 9 to 10, if he remembers that day that I'm talking about, because I still remember, and I bet John was there. Oh, I'm sure John was there, and I'm sure, I'm sure he remembers. But I, uh, public television did this piece. It was on their, um, I forget what they call their, their, their evening news now. I still think it was the McNeil-Lair report. McNeil and Lair both been dead for years, but their evening newscast. And they're doing a series of um, looks at middle America, and they did, an, did a whole segment on Steubenville. And Judy Woodruff did it, and her prime interview was John Saunders, our very own legislative watchdog, uh, talking about how the steel industry has dramatically declined uh, in, in, uh, in Steubenville. And you can probably find it online someplace. I was going to post it, and I didn't do that, but... Uh, Check it out. It was actually an interesting piece. Uh, text line 304-214-1600. We ask about uh, who was the psychic in Carter's family. I don't know this is right. This says it was his sister. Well, she was the evangelist. Her name was Ruth Staple or Ruth Carter Ruth Stapleton. Ruth Carter Stapleton, that's right. And she was the one that uh, tried to convert uh, uh, Larry uh, Flint when he was shot. Bring him to God. I think. I think even before he was shot, because I think that kind of kind of rock, rocked the boat a little bit after he was paralyzed. He <laughs> said, "Well, yeah, okay," but uh, yeah, I, I think it was his mother, Lillian, I, I believe. But that's that was a long time ago, I, uh, Howard. Off the Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Also, this one. I can bring you some wood if you have a fireplace in the studio to warm you up. Somebody needs to put another log on the fire. <laughs> All right. We better we have, we have another break to do, right? Well, do you want them to call in now? Is that yeah, how we're going that. to do that? That's good that's good thinking. That's why you are that's why they pay me a here, professional Howard. radio producer. Um, we will now shoot, or in a few minutes, we will shoot some turkeys here in the studio. And in order wake to wake up, you drunken Yeah, get them wake them up, bring them in. You know, they've had a weekend to oh boy. The marksmen, God knows what they're like. They've been out there all weekend long, nothing to do but drink. And look at those turkeys and going, I'm going to get you on Monday, boy. I'm going to get you on Monday. So we'll bring the turkeys in. We'll bring the marksmen in. And you will tell us how many shots it will take. And I don't mean liquor shots. I mean gunshots to kill the turkey. Uh, If you are right, you will win a gift certificate from Kroger, which gets you some food fixings for your Thanksgiving feast. And don't forget, you also get the official, the official 2023 edition of the Watchdog Morning Show pen. It's it's a collector's item. You'll want to have it. Uh, so right now, you start calling in 304-232-8255, 304-214-1600. Start calling in. We'll get you lined up. If you uh, stay on the line, because if the first caller isn't right, then we'll take the next one and the next one until we do get a right one. So the turkey shoot is coming up next. Watchdog Morning Show. Most of us are faced with uncertainty every day. Your job, your finances, sporting events, schooling for your children, and so much more. With so much uncertainty surrounding you, there is one auto dealership that you can be certain about, and that's Doan Ford. You can be certain that you always get a great deal and the best service afterwards. Being in business for over 50 years has given Doan Ford the reputation of being a strong, reliable dealership. Be certain. Choose Don Ford. Online at DonFord.com. I'm not fine till I check Don Ford. Quality environmental services in Belmont reminds listeners in 
In times of war and peace, the men and women of our military dedicate themselves to serving our country. Their commitment, patriotism, sacrifice, and courage keep our country safe and strong. We appreciate the bravery of our United States soldiers. So let us honor those who have lost their lives in the line of duty and salute those who serve today. A message from Fred and the staff at Quality Environmental Services in Belmont, reminding you that we live in the land of the free, thanks to the brave. That's Quality Environmental Services in Belmont. I'm Deepak Huda. I am from originally India. I am director of the Structural Heart Program as well as Cardiac Cath Lab at Wheeling Hospital. Our main clinic is obviously here at Wheeling Hospital WU Medicine. We also have satellite clinics, we call it, the Upper the Highlands. Then we have clinic at the Wheeling Clinic, which is in downtown Wheeling, and Martins Ferry. And then we also have clinic at St. Clair as well. So we try to go where the patients are or to make it most convenient for them. He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Time for us to see how good a guesser you are at how many shots it will take our marksman to kill the turkey. Our turkey shoot is brought to you by Santa Duck. Well, it's Lucky Duck, but I love the I love their commercial where the Santa. Every time I hear it, you hear ho ho ho, and I'm thinking, oh, it's a commercial for letters to Santa or something. And then it goes ho 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 whack. So, brought to you by Lucky Duck and by AAA Tri-State Bail Bonding. Uh, you ring, we spring. I love that line. Uh, they're open 24-7 in case you need them at any time for any reason, including perhaps too much holiday cheer. Yeah, maybe you ought to write this number down. 304-233-5959. Just in case, because you ring, we spring. They're available 24 hours, seven days a week. Now, we are going to uh, go straight to the phones here in a second. I do want to remind you the part of this game is so we can spread the wealth. What does that mean? What does that mean? That Howard? means if you or anyone in your family has already won in this contest, sit back and listen and enjoy it and go get your food from Kroger and let somebody else win because you're not eligible. Did I say it right? Yeah, you did it really good, Howard. All right. Who do we have, Frank? Frank is up. Frank is going to try again. Frank, good morning. How was your weekend, Frank? Oh, fantastic. Did you practice you know, shooting or anything? Uh, was. What made it bad was the Steeler game yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, I heard that, Frank. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I suppose now I'm thinking about it, if any of the marksmen are Steeler fans, they may be quivering a little bit this morning out of anger, so they might not be might not be good shots. All right, <laughs> yeah. we have one, two, three, or four shots. That's how many shots the marksmen will take to kill a turkey. Uh, what is your best guess? Uh, three. Three. All right. Let me double check because we had to bring him in. Did you get the turkeys in there already? The turkeys are in. And the marksmen are all to the best of their ability ready. Is that correct? They are ready, Howard. Uh, a little right. shaky, but they're ready. All right. Let the turkeys fly. <laughs> Holy mackerel. You got the one good marksman. The one guy who wasn't drunk came up first. Is that what happened? Keep trying, Frank. All right, Frank. Appreciate thanks, you. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your call. <laughs> Who do we have next? And by the way, if you if you want to uh, be a contestant, uh, because if we if our callers don't make it, we go to the next one. 304-232-8255 or 304-214-1600. 
Up next is Gary. Gary, good morning, sir. Good morning, Howard. How are you? Let me check. All my parts are in place. Are you all ready to take a shot? Well, not to take a shot, but to uh, see how many shots it'll take the marksman? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. What's your number? One, two, three, or four? Uh, let's go with four. Ah, you think you've got one of the drunken marksmen. Okay, I think that's <laughs> I think that's probably a good bet. They've been out there all weekend, nothing to do but drink around here. So, uh, all right, you say four. Uh, the marksmen are ready. Yes, sir? Yes. I think they're ready. Howard. And the turkeys are ready. So let the turkeys fly. By golly, by gum, Gary, you have won. Good deal. Uh, Hang on the line. Bob will tell you what to do about your prize. Don't go away. Don't go away. Don't hang up. Uh, We will play another installment of this coming up later on today here on the Watchdog Morning Show. So don't uh, don't think that the last chance has come and gone. And I think we'll do it again tomorrow here on the program as well. 304-232-8255. Keep that number in mind. And when we are ready for the uh, next contestant, you can call in. Again, stack them up. If you're not the first one, don't hang up because, as you saw here, Frank didn't quite get it right. Gary did get it right. So um, uh, you can call in. We'll be doing that coming up in the next hour of the show. And then, again, we'll do it again tomorrow as well. Uh, Turkey Shoot is brought to you, as we mentioned, by Lucky Duck. Santa Duck, as I like to call it. Or uh, Tri-State, uh, AAA, Tri-State, Bail Bonding, U-Ring, We Spring, 24 hours, seven, a 24 hour a day, seven days a week. They are there no matter what your needs may be, including in this season. If you had too much holiday cheer, we encourage you not to. But if, uh oh, uh oh, you did, call them at 304 233 5959. 304 233 5959. You ring, we spring, AAA, tri state, bail bonding. Part of the sponsoring team for the uh, Watchdog Turkey Shoot. To the uh, texter, the answer is no. Texture off of 304-214-1600, Frio Stack, Oxford Service Text Line. Do I have to pull the feathers out of the turkey if I win? No. No. Not the ones we give away. No, no. We will um, we'll give you a, a broom. You can sweep up the innards, but, <laughs> but no, you don't have to pull the feathers out. All right, coming up next hour, I've, uh, we're going to talk with Joe Manchin around 930. And before that, we're going to talk about Joe Manchin for a while. Uh, a couple of things are uh, uh, on my uh, uh, on my table here to talk about. Uh, so we'll get to a lot of Manchin conversation coming up. If you have things you think I should ask Joe Manchin that nobody else has, I mean, he's been on everywhere, uh, you know, CF, CBS, and NBC, and so on. Hoppy, of course. Text me, and, you know, what do you think I should be talking to him about? I don't want to just repeat what everybody else did. 304-214-1600 is the uh, Frio Stack auction service text line. Just about 9 o'clock, and ABC covers the world next. AM 1600 WKKX Wheeling, FM 97.7, AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville.